Enter. You're listening to CITR Radio, FM 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And it's time right now for the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. You just heard right there, Childbirth from Seattle, Washington. Two tracks from their cassette, It's a Girl, and Childbirth is a super group made up of Brie from Taco Cat. Hello, Brie! Plus members of bands Chastity Belt and Pony Time. Julia, Brie, and Stacy. Taco Cat, Chastity Belt, and Pony Time all come together to make Childbirth. And we heard a double shot there from the Childbirth cassette that was given to me by Brie from Taco Cat. Thanks very much. We heard Childbirth, and I only fucked you as a joke. Today on the Nardwarty Human Serviette Radio Show, an interview with, from Cavan, Ireland... The Stripes, The Stripes from Cavan, Ireland, today on the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. And to prepare you for The Stripes from Cavan, Ireland, Ireland, uh, uh, located on the Isle of Ire, we are going to play some stuff by The Birds. 
the B-I-R-D-S, featuring Ron Wood, who would later go on to the Rolling Stones. His first group from London, England, were the Birds. And we're going to hear No Good Without You. And then we're going to hear The Wheels from Belfast, Ireland, from the 1960s, probably about 65, 66, with Bad Little Woman, the original version of Bad Little Woman by The Wheels from Belfast, in the States, the record was actually released as The Wheel Aways, because there already were the Detroit Wheels. So we're going to hear The Wheel Aways, which is actually The Wheels, from Belfast, Ireland, with Bad Little Woman. And before that, we're going to hear The Birds, again, from the mid-60s, with No Good Without You, the B-I-R-D-S, both bands approved by The Stripes, on The Nardwar, The Human, Serviette Radio Show. Here's The Birds! <laughs> One thing I've got to say I'll be no good without you, baby I'll be no good without you, baby Well, I got money and I got fame But if you leave me, they don't mean a thing That's why I'm begging, baby, please don't go That's why I'm trying to let you know That's why I'm trying to make you see Yeah, bad little woman 
You're still listening to the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show. You just heard The Wheels with Bad Little Woman. The Wheels from Belfast, Ireland. Before that, The Birds, the B-I-R-D-S, featuring Ron Wood with No Good Without You. Right now, here's something by The Stripes, What a Shame. And in an interview with, from Cavan, Ireland, The Stripes on The Nardwar, the human serviette Radio show! Kids would dig if he looked like he came from the sea. 
are you? We are the Stripes. Well, I'm Evan Walsh, but we are the Stripes. And Evan, could you please introduce the Stripes? Yeah, well, I'll let them introduce themselves. I'm Pete. Uh, Ross. And I'm Josh. And together you are? The Stripes. Welcome to South by Southwest in Austin, Texas. Thank you very much. much. Right off the bat, I have a gift for you guys. Unbelievable. Something that I think is really important to the Stripes. What can you tell the people about this particular poster right here with Mr. Howlin? Wolf. Fantastic. Wow. It's all of our influences, I suppose. Yeah, tell them, maybe show the people, and you can tell the people, why is this type of poster important? All our influences on one poster. Um, we got Harlem Wolf. Uh, we got John Lee Hooker, Jimmy Reed, uh, Joe Turner, Tebow. Just all all of our influences. Actually, everyone people should give a serious listen to. It if they want. Yes. Yeah. So if they come out to see you, are you doing any covers of any of those guys? We did We've done a couple of covers of them. We we used to do. Well, we've done quite a few Harlem Wolf songs. We did Spoonful and Smokes Like Lightning a while back. Uh, did a Jimmy Reed song called "She Don't Want Me No More." That we haven't done in months, but um, we tried Boom Boom yeah, by Johnny Hooker. Crack, I suppose. Didn't, yep. really didn't, didn't catch really on like the like some of the others did. But uh, amazing. Thank you very much. Oh, thank you, thank you for bringing back such great tunes. Like it's amazing. Hey, cheers, man. Are you finding a lot of people that are getting turned on to music they hadn't been turned on before because you're playing those covers and you know and they're looking for the originals? Yeah, a bit. Yeah, the kids in in because we've done a lot. Yeah, a lot of gigs in the UK and, and there's a lot of kids coming down and when we do covers and, and they say, oh, I love that. Tune whatever like I'm a hog for you baby or, or smoke like and then you say oh yeah that was a Harlem Wolf tune and then you meet them a couple of weeks later or they get you on Twitter and they're like oh yeah I just checked out Harlem Wolf so it's pretty cool when that happens. It's been pretty successful, hasn't it? Like you guys got a Garda escort and you took like a private jet on New Year's Eve. That was yeah, a private jet. That was uh, that was uh, kind of built up in the press. But now yeah, we got a. It sounded good though. We drove in a van. We told everybody that's what happened, but. <laughs> Showing a car, so yeah. but uh, yeah. actually, nice it was the van we normally drive in yeah. that we drove in, yeah. so it I was fine. Just, yeah. What is a Garda expo- escort? I love that name. Garda, Garda are the policemen in, in Ireland. They call Garda. They called the guards. Scar- was there a police escort for the stripes? Out of the city, was there? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we <laughs> no, it was if the traffic was bad. Lack of interest in the band. Yeah. Why would have you needed it? Why would you need? Because you were in a rush, or what was? Because yeah. it was New Year's Eve, and Dublin was going to be packed with New Year's Eve we people. Get out. We needed to be in. Limerick. Limerick, which is about a two-hour drive in two hours, so we need to get out Just quick. Leaving, yeah. That's great. You convinced the guard that you need. Like, how did the promoter must have really great, or your manager has once been great. Our agent, I think, just said, "I think there'll be a guard escort." Yeah, I don't think we got one. I, didn't see, one. I didn't see one anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it's a pity. And you guys are from Cavan. Yeah, Cavan. Yeah. And there's like 15 bars in like one street in Cavan. What's Cavan like? Yeah, yeah. It's pretty small rural town. Um, that's exactly what it's like. You've just you've just described it <laughs> in five words. Um, yeah, it's a small rural town in Ireland. There's um, a lot of bars. And the Blessings Bar, like the Blessing. Yeah. Blessings Bar, McCullough's, Black Horse. McCullough's. McCullough's. Ble- I don't remember. McCullough's. Sorry, I don't remember. Remore Theatre. Yeah. The Rammer, the Rammer Theatre, that's in County Calvin, that's in a town called Virginia, which is not to be confused with the Virginia in this country, um, is about half an hour out, outside of Calvin Town. It's great there's so many places to play, so it's not hard to get a gig for bands? Well, there's no like actual venues, there's like there's pubs that you can play in. And, uh, yeah, there's no clubs set out for live music at all, so you can just play the, the pubs. But Blessings Bar is a bar that actually has, a very, has the most significance to us out of all the bars, because, you know, it's quite... It's, uh, very cool places and cool people play there and they, they have jam sessions and stuff like that that we've played at a lot and uh, we've had a couple of after show bashes in there so Ross you guys were playing gigs yes people were grooving to it they were indeed but the real break came when Elton John's people saw you dressed 
to the nines at a train station? Well, I suppose there's, there's, there's more. Is that true? There's more people. Yeah, well, he's, we were just we were over in, in September for a week, just doing meetings and a couple of gigs and that kind of stuff. And we just we were going to a meeting, so we were kind of dressed well enough. And he just saw us and said, you know, there's a band. There's a, there's a few more pieces to the puzzle than that, though, because it was back back in back in it was back in April of that year. Uh, we put out a four track a four track EP that we recorded at a friend's house in a home studio. Um, and it was, uh, yeah, like we got uh, Irish label interest and stuff out of that, and it got played on the radio a good bit, and uh, there was a bit of buzz about that. And uh, so then the Irish labels kind of alerted the, alerted the English labels around the same time we started playing gigs in London, and that was in around September, October time, and that was when we got contacted by Rocket Music Management, owned by uh, Elton John himself, saying... So wasn't it you were at this a train station? I thought that's actually somebody... Saw we, we were in transit towards going towards the meeting, so we were on the tube going there, yeah. So that's how you must have spotted it's, us. It's sort of like what we like to tell people. <laughs> I, I like I want to believe like I like to believe it that way. It's great. Well, it did. Yeah, sure. that's what he said. Yeah, it was like, yeah. it was just there was two. You know, there was two. Di- you know, a couple of different things. It's a bit more information, but on the. Yeah, yeah, he didn't think yeah. nothing was said, as in he said he never, never let the truth get in the way of a good story. Yeah, right? In this case, it is the truth, though. Well, this, no, there was, yeah. He spotted us, and then later on, he saw us on a video, and he said, "Oh, they're the same guys." And then he contacted us, and then that's how it all kind of happened. Yeah. At South by Southwest, have you spotted any bands? <laughs> oh, his name, his name is Charlie Dunnett. Actually, we should say Charlie Dunnett was the man. Oh, Charlie. Yeah. So thank you, Charlie. Thank you, Charlie. Yeah, who Dunnett? Charlie Dunnett. And you guys are the. Stripes. The Stripes here at South by Southwest in Austin, Texas, playing a whole bunch of tunes. What can you tell the people about this particular band right here, The Birds with Ron Wood? Because I think you cover some of their tunes. Oh, yeah. we, actually, we did. Well, we don't cover one of their songs. But Leaving Here. Leaving Here is originally a Holland Dozer Holland Motown composition that they covered. And they also, uh, we also did a Bo Diddley song that they did as well called You Don't, Lo- Do you don't Love Me, Brackets, You Don't Care. There it is there, yeah. Leaving Here, yeah. yeah. That's very cool. No, fantastic band. No, this particular band is very interesting. A bit of background on the birds. Ron Wood is in the birds. Yeah, yeah. Ron Wood was in the birds. Yeah, not the birds they're that did Mister Tambourine they're not, Man. They're not the BY or DS. They're, they're American birds. They're the yeah. English birds. Now, have you have you met Ron Wood at all from the Rolling Stones and the Birds? I met Ron Wood. He was very, very briefly. Um, I was like, hello, and uh, he was at the GQ Awards that we played at, and we sort of just said hello, and he was kind of in his own world. Going off somewhere for a party, so did you get to ask him about the birds or anything like no, that? No, I literally said hello, and he was like, "Good show," and that was it. So it was very brief, but nice. You guys have had two feel-gooders on stage at the same time, Wilco yeah. and a Sparkle. Yeah. yeah, down in Canvey Island. Not yeah. just one, but two. Two. Yeah. yeah. Two. Half of the can I put this down? Half of the original band, the band that influenced us, like Doctor Feelgood, are my favorite band and a huge influence on us, and uh, their whole kind of yeah balls out. Hard driving sound is something that, was that hard to arrange. Like basically a Doctor Feelgood reunion there. No, it was easy. The whole point of the gig was we just put on a gig and can we just so they'd come along and kind of see us. That was it was yeah that was the whole point. It was kind of just get them along and they said if we fancy getting up you can. And they said oh definitely yeah. So I I would have normally played bass so Spark took the bass and I played harmonica for her. we did rock set and she does it right. Bit shambolic but fun all the same. And I thought in honor of you guys playing tribute to the good old Doctor. Feel good. I would give you a Wilco 7-inch here, a solo 7-inch for Wilco. Wilco 7 Fantastic. Because Wilco went solo, right, after the feel good? Yeah, he left the band. What do you think of his solo work? Very good. It's, on, it's very much on the same, the same level as Dr. Feelgood is. It's the same kind of thing because he was their songwriter. Um, and to 
yeah, so yeah, it's same sort of thing, same no nonsense rhythm and blues stuff. So that's fantastic. Thanks very much. Thank you for putting all the focus on Wilco. How is he doing now? Because he hasn't been too well. He's not. He's not doing too well. He's still. He's still alive and well, but he's. He, as a whole, he's not doing well, obviously, because he's got he's got the uh, terminal cancer. But um, yeah, uh, <laughs> on the whole, it's not great. But no, he's he's been he's been fantastic. I mean, he's done a couple of tours. He's recorded an album. Um, he's just been living it up. He's been living life, up, you know, to the full. So it's it's really great to see that he's living that way and really, you know, just giving it socks. You guys played Roxette. Yes. Yeah, with them. Yeah. I noticed another band of 45s also played with them. Do you know a band of 45s? We heard of them, yeah, yeah. We met them once met as well. Because yeah. yeah. they were a younger band too, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, they're, they're from England, yeah. Somewhere. Do you remember playing at the Gonzo Theatre at all in the early days? Yeah, yeah. Our first gig with Ross was in this place called the Gonzo Theatre. That that's a kind of a, it's an upstairs room in a pub in Calvin called the Imperial. Um, the Imperial Bar and upstairs they turned it into kind of an alternative theatre where they put local plays on and stuff like that and yeah and it was the Gonzo Theatre although it's no longer the Gonzo Theatre and now Gonzo Theatre is a theatre group that puts plays on in Cavan Town Hall sometimes among other places and at that time you weren't really covering leaving here or doing any birds sort of stuff you were doing some black eyed peas and guns and roses stuff pretty bad stuff that's, that's my bad that, yeah that was before that wasn't Ross you were there though weren't you I, I kind of did you jump up on stage and did like did, yeah. Jose Gonzalez yeah yeah man it was my bad <laughs> just to confirm yeah. well, we, did, we did a couple of Ramon songs that kind of yeah, stuff as well whole, we utterly despised the three bands that you just mentioned there absolutely utterly despised them it was a lapse in judgment, I suppose. But, but I understand though you played just a bit of the Black Eyed Peas, just yeah, a little yeah, bit. And their whiskey in the jar into that. Yeah. It was like a 12 year old thing of. It was like probably my bad. And then my fr- uh, our friend that was uh, the bass player originally, it was like us, and we were just like into different things at then, you know, just kids sort of stuff. So. How old were you then? I think I was what four, was I fourteen fifteen yeah so it was like a, we just it just carried on from there and then we sort of just sort of stopped it quite quickly and Ross you were playing that night too and you were twelve um, I had just turned thirteen actually but yeah I just did three songs before they went on and what do you remember about the stripes that night because you weren't playing really with the stripes what do you remember what were they like um, yeah pretty bad. The whole night was pretty bad. Pretty bad. <laughs> it was just for family and friends to come along because we'd been in a band fridge but never done any gigs. So. I don't think there was anybody there who wasn't related to someone on stage. <laughs> and you were the Stripes from? Cavan. Cavan in Ireland. And I guess what's funny about Irish rock, are you guys down with the wheels at all? Do you know the band The Wheels? No, wheels. no. They did a song called Bad Little Woman that was later covered by the Shadows of Nights in the States. This is a great song, Bad Little Woman. Yeah, yeah. And I thought it would be a great song for you guys to cover. So I have a gift for you. Right here, I have you some wheels from Ireland right there. It's class. There's some dodgy haircuts, but very, 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 very Jimmy Savile-esque haircut there. It's not nice, man. And the whole story, like, is on the back there, so you can check out about the wheels. Now, they're from... <laughs> Look at them. <laughs> he's like a... He's like from the King and I. Yeah. Like, they're amazing. They're amazing. Yeah, thanks so much. We're going to check them out. Now, they're from Belfast. Yeah, yeah. What's the relationship between Cavan and Belfast, the Belfast scene? Is it bad for me to say, hey, this is a Belfast? Is there any rivalry or anything no, like that? None of that at all. It's well, just Ireland. Kind of Most of the Irish bands that we love are from Northern Ireland, like, you know, the Undertones and Stiff Little Fingers. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah, and there's a lot, a lot of Irish bands, like bands like Tin Liz and Everbury, fans yeah, of and that sort that, of stuff. Like, that whole thing existed back in the day, but not now, yeah. yeah. It's, it's all good now. Cavan yeah. is kind of, it's, 
equidistant almost now between Belfast and Dublin. It takes kind of the same amount of time to get to both of them. So it's we aren't uh, we are we are we are prejudiced to either, but we spent a lot more time in Dublin over the last couple of years. Because it's better, and, yeah, <laughs> and gigged more in Dublin than in Belfast. Now, in a way, the wheels here are a bit freak beady, and you guys are into freak beat, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The syndicates. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's the yeah. yeah. Our cover of Vikander's book inspired us to do our version of it because it was just. And it's basically yeah. They particularly were like punk before punk. It was yeah. like 1976. Steve Hyde from Yes was the guitarist. Yeah. In Yes. Oh, not in Yes, in Syndicates. But that's what's great about the Stripes is not only are you into like rock and roll from Europe, you're into the Sonics from the Pacific Northwest. You covered Shot Down. Yeah, yeah we did that quite a lot. Yeah. That wasn't early in the album. We did yeah, it. Yeah, we nearly did it. I was like looking on YouTube one night at all these like. Uh, you know, uh, there's a collection called Nuggets, which is all just like garage bands in the 60s. And I was like looking up that sort of stuff on YouTube and the Sonics tune came up and, and then sort of got really into them. They're really great. And that influenced the song She's So Fine? Yeah. Yeah, it was a big one on She's So Fine. Yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I never told you, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, it did. Have you met any old school Irish rockers at all from the 60s? Um, no. But- 60s versions. No. no, not really, no. We met, but the, we met Bob Geldof, who's like, would be like one of our biggest influences so like, a huge influence on us as well is a lot of the kind of it's the, a mix between the 60s bands and the late 70s pub rock punk, punk bands which is like Dr. Feelgood and the Rats and Eddie and Hot Rods as well they kind of mel- melded the two decades but you're into Rosalind by The Pretty Things that's a very good yeah, song, yeah. song yeah like they are one of the wildest bands ever The Pretty Things yeah, man. Yeah. they never really got their due no they didn't really they were the first band to have a concept album as well yeah, SF Sorrow yeah. Rock opera Yeah But they also When they toured They went nuts They went absolute crazy They were banned for life For playing in New Zealand I, I read about that Yeah I read about that before Yeah And I thought You know what You guys gotta learn more About the pretty things Okay And their tour of New Zealand And I have right here For you Ugly Things magazine Put out an entire book An entire book On the pretty things in New Zealand. In New Zealand. So you can go through there and see how they set fire to an airplane (laughs) on tour. Okay. I'm not saying that you guys should do that, but this is an amazing documentation. Ugly Things Fanzine did. This is all about one tour in 1965. That's incredible, man. Thanks so much. And Evan, your dad was in the Firefly. Yes, he was, yeah. Is he here today? He is. He's over there in the corner. We can bring him over. Mr. Flyerfly, can you come over here for a second? Please explain about your dad. Uh, yeah, my dad is Niall Walsh. He's um, he's uh, aged ruler. Uh, no, he's uh, he was in a band called the Fireflies in the eighties. Um, guitar band, kind of power poppy in a good way. Uh, and now you're the manager of the Stripe. Uh, sort of, yeah, yeah. Ligger, ligger, chief ligger. Fireflies, you guys wore suits too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was you know going cheap in cabin suits, so we, we you know that's what we wear. You know, the stripes wearing any of your suits? Uh, no, he's, he, he wear, they wear my bolo tie. Yeah, yeah, which uh, isn't gone missing. I hope. Oh, that's cool. So they were actually on stage with the fireflies. So there's a bit of transition. Uh, yeah, a bit of history there. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know. That's the only way I can get on stage these days Is send my clothing (laughs) (laughs) It's the only way I'm allowed on stage You guys had some good gigs, didn't you? Like you played with the Tom Tom Club? Yeah, we played God, your researcher's brilliant Yeah, we supported the Tom Tom (laughs) Club in Dublin once Yeah, uh, Chris and Tina That was probably the height of of our careers The RT Guide as well, don't forget that Yeah, we we were legends really I'm being being very modest We're probably the greatest Irish band ever, I think Yeah. (laughs) Well, thank you so much, Mr. Firefly Thank Thank you so much and do 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 do. 
To you. To, to. Yeah, that works, yeah. <laughs> and you joined the Stripes when you were 12, right? Uh, no, I just turned 13. At the time. I still want to say 12, though. Yeah, yeah I was 12, yeah. He, t- he didn't know he was in, but we said he was in when he was 12. Because I love that 12. That is pretty young, isn't it? <clears throat> yeah. At the time, yeah, it was, yeah. How hard is it to get into bars when you're 12 or 13? Because you were saying there's a lot of pubs. How, where did you, was it mainly just playing halls? Or, I mean, did they allow you to play? When we, when we were that age, we did feck all gigs, to be honest. We didn't do, didn't do many. It wasn't, it, was, it wasn't until maybe you read a year and a half later when we were when Ross was 13 that we uh, that we started it was more gigs. acceptable then when yeah, he was 13 yeah, yeah. Gigs then, yeah. it's, quite, it's quite chilled in Ireland about pubs and if, you wanna, if you're playing it's, it's fine once you're performing there's some sort of law that you can just be in a pub once you're playing so it's cool we would have to wait in the van outside or like hide the back room or wait at the back so they don't see us just before the gig like. but uh, when you're playing it's fine yeah. uh, Pete where did you get your longhorn bass was that a music man no, it wasn't a music man. No, which is a shop in Cavan. No, I got it. In, I got it in Dublin. Uh, just one day on a whim, I went in and said, "Yeah, I'll have that." I love it. It looks awesome. Yeah, it's not. It's not a great bass though. So I've I've benched it for now. But you have a teardrop too, right? Yeah, it's not good either. <laughs> Where did you get that one? That was uh, that was just just we were in London one day and went into a shop and bought it again. Got a cash on the hip. You guys love the blues, don't you? Love it. And I was thinking, I gotta give you some more blues to discover. And I have a gift here for you, Stripes. It's copulating blues copulating. right in here. Oh, fantastic. From 1931 to 1957. It's gratuitous, I suppose. And if you look at the titles on the back, there's songs like, I'll keep sitting on it. Yeah, it keeps it. <laughs> New Robin on the, on the darn old thing. <laughs> What? Do, don't don't you make me high? That's great. You stole my cherry. Get off of me. My daddy rocks Stephen me. Dry. My daddy rocks me with one steady Barbecue roll. Barbecue best. <laughs> Stephen Chan is on there twice. <laughs> Barbecue wow. best. Shave, dry. Shave him dry. Yes. Nineteen thirty-seven action. Yeah, full on. But that's when the blues started, eh? Going way back. Yeah, this was it. This was the shit back in the day. Yeah. Down to it. <laughs> in the thirties. Yeah. So maybe you can add some of those to your set. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely, we just do a set of these tunes. Yeah. For recordings and stuff, have you gone to any vintage places? Have you ever considered going to Toe Rag Studios? You know, Toe Rag in England? Cards for a while to do that, yeah. There was talk of maybe doing the album there, but we didn't in the end. We did it down in Sussex in a studio called Yellowfish Studios. Are there any cool vintage studios in Ireland at all you might be able to check out? Like, Toe Rag is one of a kind, but is there anything that's, like, super old you might be able to go? A famous studio in Ireland called Windmill Lane. It's famous enough. I don't know if it's that vintage now. It's that's been it going. Windmill Lane. Yeah. Booked for when we go home for I, the demos. We're going to Windmill Lane. Oh. Yeah, sure, there's no real <laughs> studios okay, in We'd like to go to Windmill Lane, and we are. So... <laughs> I think it's great how you guys are so versatile. Like you played a mod gathering that beat both spoke. Yeah, yeah, that was ages ago. Or however pronounce it. Yeah, yeah, man, yeah. And then you also did like an ad for Harley Davidson. Yeah, yeah that was it's like you did a mod thing and you did a rocker thing. Yeah, there's a little mix oh, of both. Mockers. Yeah. Does anybody get mad at you that you're doing, say, a mod thing? Does anybody get mad that you're doing a rocker thing? Is there any division between mods and rockers at all? No, really, because it's just a, it's just what music you it's like. Sort of together now, they sort of hang out together now, as opposed to back in the day. Obviously, I think anyway, I'm not be a big fan of that whole you know divisiveness of you know people being you know consigned into groups that they have to stick to. I think you should just like whatever you like, as long as it's good. Going way back, Evan, do you remember doing a video for I Predict a Riot? 
Yeah, that was actually this is re- that's really private. I don't know why. <laughs> no, but uh, no. Anyway, anyway, no. Uh, that was the thing when uh, we were young. We always made films when we were young. So uh, and myself and Josh hung out an awful lot when we were children. So uh, myself and uh, yeah, we still do. It's there on YouTube. Quote: Josh, Dylan, and Becky. Cavan Island video from two thousand and seven. Yeah, man. Yeah, we we did it in the back garden. Yeah, we just were like. Yeah, we always made a little film, so we put it up. Yeah, we've like a load of stuff online. My uncle Paul, who's gonna is probably be like good tune though, the Kaiser Chiefs. That's a good yeah, tune, right? Good tune. Fans of the Kaiser Chiefs, yeah. yeah, good yeah. Good Have fun. you played with them at all? Uh, we haven't, but we met uh, Nick, the drummer. Uh, we hung out with him for a couple of days, and yeah, he's a nice guy. I love with him. Who have you bumped into quite a bit, like when you're playing gigs, or even at South by? Yeah, keep, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Them three keep banging into each other. I met Damon Albarn last night. I met Luke Pritchard from the Kooks last night. Um, we met a good yeah, yeah. quite a lot Clem Burke the drummer from Blondie we met a pretty alarming amount of times really? yeah we, yeah, we, did, we did play the Leary tribute night last night in uh, front of a BP file and we did that song Vicious from Transformer and Clem took a notion and just came out whacking a cowbell the whole tune the whole tune was just cowbell cowbell-tastic yeah how did the audience receive that? They were delighted, I think. Yeah, I, think I don't know if they were. One, one, member, one member of Blondie on stage is better than none. Yeah. So, and he's a lovely, lovely fella. Have a member of Blondie on stage, like, like please do. Ross, you guys are into Dave Edmonds, aren't you? Yes, hugely. Why is that? Why are you into the Dave Edmonds, you think? Because he's amazing. Yeah. And he goes back too, doesn't he? Yeah, he goes, he goes back to when he was born, yeah. Actually, before that, to 68 to 72. And I have a gift for you guys here. Some Dave Edmonds rocker. Yeah, yeah. That's incredible, yeah. Cheers, man. If you open it up there, there's quite a bit of information there on the Dave Edmonds. For people that don't know, can you give a bit of background on Dave Edmonds and why he's important to the Stripes and rock and roll in general? The genius that he is. Yeah, he's a Welsh rock and roll musician who uh, was in a band called Love Sculpture at the beginning. They had a kind of a pseudo-novelty hit with a guitar arrangement of the classical piece Sabre Dance and uh, then later on they had a solo career where he had a big number one he had the Christmas number one in 1970 with I I Hear You Knocking and uh, had a couple of other big hits as well I Knew The Bride um, Crawling From The Wreckage From Small Things Big Things Come and he was in a band called Rockpile with Nick Lowe who are a big influence on us and we do a Rockpile song Heart of the City which Nick actually sings on uh, all the instruments on his album Soul as a Flying Mallet, doesn't he? Recorded every instrument on his first first two solo albums. He played every instrument on every track. Yeah. That's an amazing summation there, Evan. Yeah. That is, yeah, that on is the back of his hand. Though. Yes, there. Uh, he was. Oh, it's faded. Sorry, can't read it. Duvet man. <laughs> you mentioned him a little while ago, but BP Fallon. Yeah, BP. Yeah, we met him uh, sort of. Le- early last year and just hung out an interesting character yeah he's really cool yeah he, he started hanging out with us um, when we did some Dublin gigs and uh, flew in to introduce you guys yeah he introduced us in, in Dublin and in, in London a, uh, a couple of times and then in Cavan we did some gigs in, at home in Cavan at Christmas and he introduced us and hung out with us and um, he does like DJ sets he's just a really cool person to be around yeah just really cool were those Cavan Christmas gigs people flew in from Japan yeah there was a group of them three or four of them Japan Europe, England, everywhere. Pretty much every conceivable country. They gave you socks you're wearing? Yeah, kind of Christmassy socks, but they're nice and cozy. So. That's gifts from Japan. Yeah, yeah, so... Japanese. Cheers, Japan, I suppose. That's amazing that they came all that way. Yeah, it's really cool, yeah. And we, we got to meet them before the show. We hung out a little bit afterwards as well, and they were really nice. They didn't speak any English, but they were lovely. <laughs> Japanese, so... Japanese, so. You got the band the Woodbees to play with you? Yeah. What's that about? Yeah, you got the band the Woodbees to play with you? What can you say about the Woodbees? Uh, Cavan band. Yeah, from the 80s, and yeah, Cavan, like another kind of power pop type band. He's a uh, favourite record of the year um, back in the 80s as well, so... 
They were kind of one of them bands that should have made it. They were on the cusp of it, but then it just kind of... They were there, and then they weren't. Are they probably the most well-known band, aside from the Stripes from Cavan? No, there was a band from Cavan in the 60s called the Mighty Avens uh, that were on top of the pops. Oh, yeah, show band, yeah. They were, that's the farthest I think any Cavan band has gone. And one-sixth of the Boomtown Rats is from Cavan. Pete Burkett, the bass player, is from Cavan. That's an interesting phenomenon, isn't it? The show band phenomenon from the 60s from Ireland. It's, big. it's still, still big enough, wouldn't it? Yeah. What is a show band? Uh, it's just like a... It's like a covers band that just a lot of has to be generally quite big. Could be eight or nine people. Um, yeah, uh, playing cutting edge versions of contemporary pop hits. You know, the hit parade. Some of them are pretty cool. Like there was a band called the Blue Aces, and they were a show band from Ireland. They kind of had some garage tinglings to it. Um, yeah, and you would have had uh, people like Henry McCullough from Wings, were, and then would have been in show bands beforehand. Or Rory Gallagher was in, was in a show band when yeah. he was really young. Well, the school choir band. Well, he was in show bands as well. He would have played with people like that. Is it true that you guys played an Oscar party? Did you play an Oscar party? Yeah, we did, man. Yeah, we did in LA a couple of weeks back. Um, yeah, we did a couple of... Sh- oh, we did a, a show there. Um, yeah, it was really cool. It was like, Who was in the audience? Uh, Robbie Keane. He's an Irish soccer player. He's over in America now playing uh, with LA Galaxy. He was there. Uh, Conan O'Brien was there. Chad Hurley, who invented YouTube. Um, there was a, yeah, a good few people there. It was cool. Was anybody yelling for requests? No, it was just kind of... I think they kind of wanted us to get off and get on with their party, I suppose. But... Uh, did you get a chance to party? Yeah, I, I don't party. I party. Anyway, we were we wanted to get home as quick as possible to get back to Cavan. Were there any Academy Awards actually at the party? Do you know? Uh, no, it was, well, the, the whole event was uh, honouring uh, Conan and Chad Hurley. Yeah, like Irish people uh, who've been successful or people with Irish roots. So uh, there was awards. Yeah, like there was those sort of awards, but uh, there was no actual Oscars, unfortunately. You are the Stripes. Yes, we are from Cavan. Cavan. Cavan Cola at all? The yeah. yeah, there you go. We actually, yeah, Cavan Cola was the Cavan fizzy drink that was discontinued in the late 90s, early 2000s, uh, much to everyone's annoyance because it, it, it destroyed a thousand yeah, teeth. Yeah, uh, everyone's teeth fell out in Cavan due to it. But uh, we actually got a t-shirt made for the Cavan gigs that uh, can probably still be bought with a string of Andy Warhol-style Cavan Cola made by Jane McCormick, uh, who is uh, the mother of Finn Keenan, who makes our videos. Um, saying the Stripes live in Cavan but now the Cavan gigs are over it's the Stripes live in Cavan yeah. there's 16 bottles of Cavan Cola in Cavan somewhere and nobody knows where they are but they're unopened probably classical vintage now but maybe that, like, since you made a t-shirt with it maybe you'd be able to taste the Cavan Cola nah if you I mean, a t-shirt you might get a hint of Cavan Cola <laughs> ah boom you shouldn't believe yeah I think it's awesome you're keeping the spirit alive the yeah well the spirit of Cavan Cola needs to be kept alive as much as possible we sort of like just we just like when we're away and stuff you know like acknowledging where we're from and all that and, and Wherever we are, like if we're in a different country, we always say we're from Cavan. Keeping it country, I think people call it. Keeping our country, yeah. The Stripes from Cavan. You guys share something in common with One Direction. Do we? we? What is it? Can you guess? Um, One of them's Irish. Um, Nothing else. We we both hate One Direction. Do, Do tell. You both cover Teenage... Kicks. Oh, yeah. They cover teenage yeah. kicks. One Direction. Yeah, well, we've also that also means we have a lot in common with every band ever because every band, every band, every band since the Undertones has covered teenage kicks. I thought in honor of you sharing something in common with One Direction, I thought I would lastly give you a later issue Undertones seven inch to Julie Ocean. Oh, that's, that's from the Positive Touch album, which is the third album. A bit later on, isn't it? Yeah, but it's a great, still a great song. What do you think of the Undertones later versions? The, it's not as good as the, the fact. The first, the, the first, the first two albums are really very, very good indeed, and there be no one, no one would admit it quicker than them that the next two aren't as good. 
Have you seen any later incarnations of the Undertones? Like they're still playing around without yeah, fear yeah. of God. The lead singer now, Paul McLoon, is a big Irish radio host and post, yeah. host. and he was one of the first people to actually properly play us when we put the EP out he was the first uh, one of the first DJs to support him him and another DJ called Tony Fenton uh, really played it, played it to death and supported us and uh, we currently did supporting a, a blue quiff yeah for uh, the Shave or Die campaign but um, which is a charity thing <laughs> not, I don't know enough about it but uh, yeah um, he was one of the first DJs to properly play us and yeah he, sings with, he was Fergal Sharkey's replacement in the undertones we've done a couple of sessions for him uh, phenomenally really phenomenally nice chap I noticed, Evan, you have a Neil Innes button. Yeah. From the Ruttles. Yes, the Ruttles is probably one of our favourite films, collectively. Collectively one of our favourite films. It is absolutely hilarious. Now, it makes me think, have you met the Ruttles and have you met the Beatles? Well, we met Eric Idle uh, on French television once. I was kind of three out of the four Ruttles. I met uh, Neil Innes, John Halsey and Eric Idle with the lads. And how about any Beatles? Have you met any Beatles? No Beatles no. yet, no. What's I that? thought maybe you've met the Beatles and the Ruttles. This would be neat if you've met the Beatles and the Ruttles. Yeah. Well, I suppose if you meet the Ruttles, you might as well have met the Beatles. A baboom. Yeah. That's true. A baboom. This baboom thing is great. I love it. Yeah. Neil Lennon is probably the closest thing now to John Lennon. Yeah. So. <laughs> Stripes, anything else you want to add to the people out there at all? Uh, love your song, Addicted to Cheese. I can agree with the sentiment that cheddar does make me feel better. <laughs> You know what I got in the seas I'm addicted to Cheese uh, that's a- <laughs> I'm glad we, we love the interviews we, we were looking at them All the other day um, And they're all Incredibly Fantastically awkward Which we love um, Love to another one Another day And A big shout out To everybody watching And buy our album Which is coming out soon That's a shameless plug But by our album. <laughs> why should people care about the stripes? Why should people care about the stripes? Good, really good question. I don't know. Why should people care about anything? Yeah. Really, that's what I. That's what I spend most of my waking hours thinking. <laughs> why of. What do I the, care? What is the point? Why are we all here? Yeah. <laughs> why? Let's all have a big community. <laughs> Communalist. He's an optimist. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks so much, stripes. Thanks so much. Keep on rocking in the free world and do 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 do.
And you're still listening to Nardwar, the human serviette radio show. And you just heard right there from Cavan, Ireland, the Stripes with Hometown Girls. And before that, also from Cavan, Ireland, the Stripes with Mystery Man. And before that, an interview with... From Cavan, Ireland, The Stripes. Right now on the Nardwar to Human Serviette radio show, going to kick into a band that was mentioned during the interview with The Stripes from Cavan, Ireland. Going to play The Sonics, something from Record Store Day, a new recording, really exciting, by The Sonics. This is a split that they have with Mud Honey, and we're going to hear The Sonics do Bad Betty, a Record Store Day exclusive. It's also going to jam in a few more other Record Store Day treats on the Nardwar the Human Serviette Radio Show. Here's the Sonics, a brand new recording from the legendary Sonics from Tacoma, Washington. Brand new, Bad Betty. So brand new, in fact, that I haven't accessed it properly. It's the gods saying to me, make sure it's queued up and ready to go. So we will address that one more time. Here, hopefully, is the Sonics. Let's just check it right there and see what's happening with the Sonics from Seattle, Washington. Neighbor, Tacoma, Washington, the Sonics from Record Store Day.
And you're still listening to the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. And you just heard right there, Mud Honey with I Like It Small from a record store day, 7-inch, split 7-inch with the Sonics. And before Mud Honey, we heard Escarita and the Vula from 1958, from an Escarita LP. Escarita and Vula, 1958, is when that guy came out. And before that, we heard some Link Ray, also from Record Store Day. We heard Slinky, recorded sometime between 58 and 61. Before that, the Idol Race, featuring Jeff Lynne. Jeff Lynne's Idol Race with On With The Show. And we began with the split 7-inch with Mud Honey. This time, no, featuring the Sonics doing Bad Betty. Right now, have yet another record store goodie to play. It's going to be Beauregard's testify this is amazing i have heard the legend of beauregard over the years especially from christine from portland who's now in new orleans and basically the legend is this beauregard the amazing wrestler from the 70s from portland oregon recorded a seven inch he needed some backing and who did he get but Greg Sage of the Wipers? Except the Wipers weren't formed yet, and Greg Sage was 17 years old. So what we have basically here is a proto-punk masterpiece created by a later punk who would become a punk in the Wipers, Greg Sage, backing up a wrestler, Beauregard. You're saying all this sounds really confusing. Well, it can be remedied by me playing the song, but also, if you want to go to YouTube, just check out Beauregard, B-E-A-U-R-E-G-A-R-D-E, testify, and there's a video on YouTube that shows Beauregard in action, driving on his hog throughout Portland, and you can hear the tune as well, which we're going to play right now. This is a Record Store Day exclusive. So again, from 1971, here's the wrestler Beauregard doing Testify with guitar provided by Greg Sage of the Wipers, a 17-year-old Greg Sage on the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. radio show all these sort of like buttons that i'm hitting that will hopefully emanate amazing music from record store day aren't happening which makes me think you know if you want a record you got to go to the record store day so if you want to start some music you have to head on down to the turntable and press press go Yes. 
And you're still listening to the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show. You just heard right there from Bellingham, Washington, Noise Toys with the said. And Noise Toys also are associated with the makeshift in Bellingham, Washington, an amazing, amazing place where you can do gigs, show your art, and have lots of fun. Plus, they contribute to Bone of the Ham fanzine and if you want more info on noise toys or the makeshift gallery or bone of the ham fanzine check them out at bone of the ham at gmail.com so again from bellingham washington that was noise toys with the said thank you noise toys and before that from hamilton ontario tv freaks with game and before that from glasgow scotland Colin's Godson with Match.com. You can check out Colin's Godson at CollinsGodson.com. Colin's Godson with Match.com. And before that, speaking of Record Store Day, this is the real Record Store Day. This is a record that was handpicked for me. Thank you so much, Trevor of the Ballantines. Let's have a party by the Cotton Pickers. We actually heard the Cotton Pickers doing the tune Bottle of Wine. And Trevor, I really appreciate this gift you gave me a long time ago. And here we have the Barb Records, Record Stars, the Cotton Pickers. Let's have a party. Barb Records, what year did this come out? Sometime in the 1960s or early 70s this came out. But the Cotton Pickers from Saskatchewan basically have been going since... 1957 till today they are still going and that was the cotton pickers with bottle of wine and before that we heard as i mentioned beauregard from portland oregon with greg sage of the wipers on guitar and they were doing testify right now to end the nardwar to human serviette radio show want to take you on a trip via the royal hudson have this record here that was actually sent to me by Ch- Chick a go go fanzine out of Chicago, and they actually found this record in Chicago, which is pretty amazing. And it's the sounds of the Royal Hudson going around Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, i.e., going probably from North Vancouver and West Vancouver up to Squamish. So hop aboard the Royal Hudson right now as we go right now. I think I'm going to skip ahead right now here to track number five, where it's Burke Hill Road, West Vancouver. And this is First, number 2860, which is the Royal Hudson, works her way over the crossing and past our microphone location. But then, do we detect a second 2860 on another track, perhaps? About the only way we can answer that is to describe this entire band twice as nice. Entire band, meaning band of the actual recorded music on this record. So this is, thank you so much, Chicka Gogo Fanzine. It was sent to me from Chicago all the way to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. This is the Royal Hudson train. This was the train it took the Royals across Canada in 1940, and I'm pretty sure was in Kitsilano Beach for years. Kids used to piss on it and play on it. Then they took all the paint off it, refurbished it, and it's the Royal Hudson, and it's rocking and rolling all the way from Squamish, British, or maybe it was retired to Kitsilano, but regardless, or maybe it was another train. Anyways, the Royal Hudson's going to leave right now here from UBC to wherever you're going. Here's the Royal Hudson, the action sounds of a steam railroad train in British Columbia sound in motion track number five Burke Hill Road West Vancouver as the train crosses the tracks on the Nardwar to human serviette 
Radio Show. We are joined here now by Bruno. Are you there, Bruno? Yeah, I'm here, big guy. And so you were saying you had. So I was wrong, wasn't I? Big time. As the train's yeah. playing. Okay. Three seven four was in Kitsilano, and we used to play on that when we were kids. And two eight six zero was the uh, Royal Hudson, and she used to take us up from uh, uh, on excursions from North Vancouver up to Whistler before they retired or CPR owns her now. So what happened to the one in Kitsilano? Didn't they take all the you paint know what, off? You down? know where it is now? It's down at uh, the Roundhouse. Down in the new development, the new center. The, it's called the Roundhouse in Vancouver. Right. They probably put that there for Expo. Yeah, they did, and it's and it's being preserved there. Well, thank you for preserving the integrity. I don't know shit about music or trains, do I? No, no. You know, you know a lot about music, but you don't know shit about trains. All right. Well, thanks so much, Bruno, and doot doot loot do. Doot doot.
Thursday, June 12th at the Rickshaw Theater, Vancouver-based Destroyer performs solo in support of his latest EP, Five Spanish Songs, available through Merge Records and Dead Ocean Records. Dale que toma, toma que dale, baila y que se las Featuring special guest Blackout Beach. Tickets are available at Northern Tickets, Red Cat Records, Zulu Records, or online at northerntickets.com. For more information, go to destroyersongs.com. CITR's George Barrett presents Real Reggae Music, Saturday, April 26th at the Grandview Legion Hall, 2205 Commercial Drive. Featuring Jamaican food and refreshments and DJs George Barrett, Louis Sutherland, and DJ Froggy. Advanced tickets are available at Rhythm and Spice or High Life Records. We just played Velvet Dinosaurs and their latest hit, Eating the Plate. Now let's go to the phones and hear what you have to say. Go ahead, caller, you're on the line. Smash the dirty red scum! Uh, Damn it, the teeth are hurt! Really? Kill! Hmm, that's really Kill, hard. kill! Filthy uh, hmm. bastard tummies! Uh. I hate him, I hate him! Okay, well, uh, hmm. <laughs> you know, maybe you should relax a little bit. <laughs> you're listening.